Hello everybody, welcome to the Ketchup Cafe, where I catch up with new friends, old friends, or myself. And today I have a guest, his name is Mehdi, and he's the brother of my old roommate, so that's how we know each other. And yeah, we're just gonna have a little tea party today. Um, today we got some macarons, some Korean style macarons. We got, uh, this one is matcha, and this one is pistachio, right? And uh, yeah, just gonna give you some. We got we're drinking green tea today. He's drinking ice. I'm drinking hot over here. Um, but yeah, like introduce yourselves. Hi, I'm Matthew Moises' brother. <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, just feel free to just. Uh, drink, eat, we're just, you know, at the cafe. <laughs> yeah, so basically in the first episode, I talked about why I started this podcast. I just wanted like an ephemeral space to just get to know new friends and catch up with old friends. And so here I am learning more about my new friend. So tell me a wow. bit <laughs> about what you do or you. Oh, currently I'm unemployed, <laughs> looking for a job. Oh wow, so he's self-promoting. <laughs> self yeah. And what do you do? So I'm a recently graduate software engineer. Oh, okay. So if you have any uh, positions available. Yeah, uh, and, and this is what this platform is for, you know, like featuring um, different people from different fields, like getting to know everyone and what they do. And so currently, you know, that's, that's you and really yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um and like what specifically do you specialize in in software? What is it? Software software engineering. Engineering, okay. So computer uh, science. Yes. Okay. Yes, same thing. Okay. Sorry. I don't see I don't know much about different fields. Well, I'm, there are actually two different uh, yeah. degrees you can get, but degrees. one of them is science, one of them is engineering. But, okay. Uh, the job, the type of jobs I find is pretty much similar, so... Nice. And, yeah, like for me, the, the goal here is to get to know more about people and what they do in different fields. So, tell me more. <laughs> okay, I feel like this is a job interview, huh? Oh, no, 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 <laughs> it's supposed to be chill. Like, we're at a cafe, dude, enjoy! <laughs> yeah, so... I have experience in uh, testing and uh, quality assurance. Oh, quality yeah. assurance of like apps? Yeah, applications. Oh. So every app you use, it goes through a process of making sure everything works. So how do you do that? Properly and how it's supposed to. Like, are you literally there testing? Like, what does testing an app look like? <laughs> You just took a drink, guys. <laughs> ah, I just took a sip so good. Um, yeah. So, basically, um, so what was the question? How does the testing Like, work? yeah, how, what's the process of testing, like, an app or... Uh, so, you have, like, different uh, stuff you, you can test. So, let's say you have, I don't know, a recording app. Mm-hmm. And that recording app uh, goes through this several like different tests mm -hmm. 
and each test has a different like test is a different functionality. So the first uh, usually the first test is just checking the code. Like it's not even the application itself. You're just checking the section of the code, see if it works. Uh, go ahead, go ahead. Get, 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 no, no, no. It's fine. It's fine. No, keep going. <laughs> keep going. Keep going. Uh, but uh, yeah. So the first, usually the first mm -hmm. thing is you make sure they call it unit testing. It's you basically literally check the lines of code, see if they work properly. Mm. But so it's code based. Yes. So wow. the unit basing is unit test is code based. Mm -hmm. So you're literally just checking that section of code, see if it works oh, properly. Oh wow, that's really technical. Yeah, that is very technical. So far. I, yeah. Now that we found that, um, mm. I personally love uh, automation testing. Automation. Oh, user interface testing. So. Oh. Uh, so those are like the, at the later levels. Mm -hmm. um, so you basically have an app ready, mm -hmm. and you test see if the button is working. Mm. But through code or literally like literally, you go to the app and you're like press press press. So mm. so uh, how it works is uh, you you put the app on an emulator. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure if you're familiar with what the emulator is. Emulator is basically uh, is it software? Just, yeah, that's too technical. Yeah. Let's okay. let's say I put yeah. the app on a yeah. on an iPhone and uh -huh. then I yeah make it iPhone. Too. Let's make it like <laughs> yes. more accessible to people that have no idea what yeah. you're saying. So I I just uh, click on basically click on the buttons and see see if the buttons are working properly and they do what they're supposed to do. And after like an initial test, mm -hmm. you make a, a script to automatically to a computer goes like presses all the buttons mm -hmm. for you oh. like so you manage yeah yeah that. yeah that's cool so that's what i did for like a year mm -hmm. um it's like a huge field like automation is mm -hmm. very big and like now with uh, uh artificial intelligence mm -hmm. you, you can do a lot more but how about like designing like an app are you in that as well designing is like it has different sections so or would you work with me, like a designer? Yes, yes. So usually the the applications have uh, different teams. The designing team usually doesn't do much coding, so they just do the mockups. That's do, me, right? I'm just like la 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 because I don't do no coding, and yeah. then I send you those um, images, and mm -hmm. then you are the one who's like yes. typing. And we, we use those mockups, oh. and we actually make them work. Like okay. They connect the is this app based or is this like website or both it, it could be both doesn't mm -hmm. matter same process okay yeah. cool and is like is that your goal is that your dream like what's your it used to be my dream uh, oh. now i don't really care about it that much but like currently i'm unemployed but you know wow like, I... <laughs> so like for now like i know you're unemployed you're trying to find work but what if you had a chance to choose any job right now. Like, I would definitely go uh, artificial intelligence. I feel like it's it has a huge job potential. I'm scared about that. That's yeah, skeptical. People are scared, but like, if 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 we didn't have if we didn't have like all this progress mm -hmm. on it, we wouldn't have like Tesla's driving right now. No, but like that's what I mean. Like, you're a tech guy. You think. Dri Tesla's driving themselves is a cool thing. For me, I'm like old school. I'm like, that's freaky. Like what if someone hacked 
a Tesla, then they could drive you. I'm like that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. What if, what if uh, today there's gonna be an earthquake and we all die? Like you're talking about the extreme. What do you mean? Like no, no I think someone hacking a Tesla is quite easy. Like if people are up to no good, which a lot of people out there are up to no good. Yes, yes, but. Yeah. Like, before they sell you the Tesla, they go through a lot of testing, a lot of what, security patches to make sure that doesn't happen. I just, like, for me, I just feel like that's one more portal to, like, something sketchy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yes. Anything that yeah. comes out that's yeah. new, there's yeah. always a sketchy part about yeah. it, and people are... But, like, AI is also, like, um, taking away jobs from the economy, like... I, like you, okay, you're this, smart. This, you're in CS. You're gonna thrive. But for all the people that don't have that knowledge, okay. The, the, I feel like this. This kind of sounds like the presidential debates. The okay. Day. Well, we're not gonna get yeah. political here. This no, is, no, no. Yeah. I'm just gonna make a comparison. Okay. Though. Like, so, so they were they were discussing about oh, fracking is we shouldn't stop fracking mm -hmm. and we shouldn't go uh, green energy because we lose jobs. That's basically what you're saying. Like. Green energy is, yeah, sure, you, you're gonna lose some jobs, but mm -hmm. it will create new jobs. It's not just gonna disappear all the jo old jobs. And but in the field anything. of tech, that's yeah. where you thrive. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. how about the 80, or I don't even know the statistics, but like... Well, not right now, AI is not taking away jobs anyway. And if, even if you progress that far, and it takes jobs from mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. certain, certain people, mm -hmm. it will create new jobs instead. Like. Yeah. So then you're really thinking like pure tech land. <laughs> what do you mean? Like what I mean is um, like you're saying there's going to be more jobs. Um, yeah, but it's still going to be regarding like the tech field. It doesn't have to be necessarily tech. Like, I don't know. I mean, if it's AI related, then there has to be something. Like yeah, not, well, not like your level of tech, low level of tech. Silicon Valley, I don't even know, like manufacturing, but I'm just saying, like, yeah, but like, there's, I mean, okay, AI and what? Like, let's be more specific. Anything. Really. Oh my god, see, that's like not okay. <laughs> like, in my perspective, like, I believe in craftsmanship. I believe in, yeah, I mean, even if you have, like, just imagine right now we have full AI technology mm -hmm. and, like, you can make anything with AI. Mm -hmm. The craftsmanship is still gonna be like its own thing. Like people will pay for that. I know that's it's not me. Disappear. I'm that person. I'm gonna pay for craftsmanship. Like I know there's luxury brands up there who's investing in AI. They're it's like very high quality precision, and they're making like quality handbags and whatnot with AI technology, like the machines, same as like car manufacturing. But when I heard about that, I was like, I don't care if your factory's in Switzerland or Germany. It just degrades the value like rather than like a brand who's still using people like you know like like hammering it yeah, like well, sewing it's it a different quality like if you i don't know take it like i'm not saying the quality is not it hasn't changed it's same very high quality same but high like quality. the way of making it it's like a machine when i think of a machine making this bag that I, you know that you're paying a lot of money for compared to someone who spent the time i know it's cost more cost efficient for the luxury company to have like a machine they don't have to pay someone and the um, like accurateness is like always gonna be on point, but still, yeah. I'm just saying like, oh, like I'm. But it's like, what's 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 the downside of that? I mean, 
I know that's what I'm saying. You're very practical. You're very like forward thinking. But like for me, it's like it's just the more human quality that gives it life. I don't know. That's me. So you think there shouldn't be AI because I'm not saying there shouldn't be. No, I'm not saying. A lot. No, 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 no. Don't get me wrong. I think AI is necessary in some fields, but I'm just saying like I'm coming from creative field, so I'm thinking very like you know um. Like old school in a way because like you know like painting like drawing like all these things being creative is very like not ai you know what i'm saying so that's why i have these thoughts because i'm like you can't really have a robot but it doesn't matter how much we we uh what do you call it uh progress in ai and automation mm -hmm. we, we can never be as creative I know, but like working with our hands is also something well that's automation automation is basically like it's gonna happen eventually. Like the jobs that can be automated, they're gonna be automated eventually. All right. I mean, you should, you should. Let's let's have a moment. Uh, you should try. But I mean, you you should try. This one was the uh, matcha. matcha. I mean, try this too. Like, I'll, which one was that? Mint pistachio. Like, I'm gonna break it, and so you can try it. I don't know if you can. Can I buy it? Yeah, you can buy it. Go for it. Okay, if you don't. Okay, here, here, here. Try this. Is it good? Mm. It's so good, right? Yeah. It's, it's not that sweet. So here's the thing. I'm going to take the subject away from AI for a bit. Um, the reason why we're having macarons is because we're having Korean style macarons. And usually macarons are so sweet. And for me, I'm, I can't have two sweet things. Like I love a good dessert, but I, I like... Asian flavored desserts because it's not too sweet and I think here, my friend here, Mehdi, so I think you have similar taste buds as me. That's why I invited yeah, you yeah. to have this tea party with me. Um, the macarons are really good. They're not that sweet yes, and it's fluffy. Like try that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna break part of your matcha one just to try. So good. It's like creamy, fluffy. Good? Mmm. Mmm. Yum. They're both really good. Mm-hmm. You the like this one? Really? Yeah. <laughs> mm. I mean the matcha one is predictable. But the pistachio one, I I really enjoy it. I don't know. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I don't really like pistachio. Oh, so okay. that's probably why. Okay, that's why. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, didn't know. See, I learned something new. <laughs> this is what these chats are for. I mean, I eat anything, but like, it's not like one of my favorite things, you mm -hmm. know? But you know what's also something interesting is you have a huge awareness of Asian cuisine. Like, your background is Persian? Mm -hmm. Yes. And so, my Persian friend here, he will eat anything Asian. I feel like... For me, like that's a big thing, cause like I I'm I'm Asian, I like Asian food a lot. Like I prioritize that over like a burger yeah, or oh, yeah. pasta. Yeah, see, yeah, like he's like, oh yeah. And I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't like burgers, not a big fan. Like I like a good burger once in a while, but I'm saying I love yeah. like Asian food is always my priority. Like, what's your favorite Asian food? Mm. Like we had to choose one. I don't know, I like all of them. Like, 
Anything I've tried, it's like, yeah, it's just some special. So, place. okay, I'm gonna narrow it down to Japanese food, Korean food, Taiwanese food, Chinese food, Thai food, Vietnamese. Uh, Korean barbecue, I've tried it multiple times. Mm -hmm. and I feel like it's not as good as people think it is. Mm. It's like, you, yeah, it's good. It's mm -hmm. a good barbecue, mm -hmm. but it's not like that special right. that people think. You know, I actually feel the same way, but when I had like specific Korean barbecue places, like a little bit higher end. Mm -hmm. Ooh, sorry about that. <laughs> I don't know. Turning my phone off. Um, it really made a difference. Well, I bet because like the, the meat quality is different. Well, okay. L let's say it's not even the meat. The meat was like good. Like most Korean barbecue places have good meat. But what changed was the side dishes. Oh. Like they had really quality side dishes and that changed everything. Like maybe if we have time when we can eat out again, <laughs> um, <laughs> Next two we, we can try it and you can tell me, but like that changed the game. But you, you have a good point. Cause I thought I was the only one who like didn't crave cream barbecue. Like I was like, it's good, but it's like- Yeah, that's the thing. I never not... crave it. And mm -hmm. like when someone suggests it, I don't mind it. Right. Like I prefer it to a burger, but I don't like crave Korean barbecue and be like, oh yeah, let's go there. All right, sorry about that guys. We just had camera default for the podcast listeners there. Like the camera just stopped unexpectedly. See, there's gonna be these little hiccups throughout this progress of learning how to make a podcast, but this is the part that I'm willing to show because, um, you know, I'm just an average person and I'm just trying to learn how to make a podcast from home. So there's going to be these imperfections that we'll have to embrace. <laughs> um, but where were we? What were we, we talking, were talking about? Oh, sorry. Yeah, special. yeah. It's not so like we're not hating on it. Don't get us. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just like I never crave that. I'm just saying that basically. But I think my favorite. It's, it's, I don't know, I guess it's like a burger. Like sometimes. Uh, like no, you're right. If there's a really good burger, it's amazing. But yeah. like usually burgers are just like eh, like yeah. you already. Most places with burgers are like. Like mad. yeah, meh, uh, yeah. There are some places I like their burgers. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I think Japanese cuisine is like my ultimate favorite flavor. I don't know, there was, some, there was a Japanese place I went to. Mm -hmm. um, I believe it was a Japanese soup. Soup? Yeah. Oden? Um, I'm like, not sure what exactly There's it was. like fish cake, daikon. Yeah, something like that. And mm. that, that thing was so good. I make it... Like, I will I will eat that every day. Really? So I've been making like the college version of that at home. What is the college like, version? Like like if you're gonna make real of then you gotta make the dashi, you know, with like bonito flakes and yeah. you gotta get all the real odeni like fish cakes and like make the egg and do the I mean I don't have all those ingredients. I just got like fish balls and you know, um, instant dashi. Yeah. <laughs> and green onions, so and an egg. I put them all together. Like that's college oden. Um, is is but it does the job. Like I'm not in the kitchen for like hours. Like yeah, I, I you know, like I'm not that, but it does the job. Maybe like, if I make.
other day. You can come over and try it. But yeah, I don't know why. I just from very little Japanese food's been my like number one. Like it's not. I'm not even talking about sushi. Like think about Japanese food is there's so much. Like when you said Japanese food and you said soup, I was like, okay, you know your Japanese food. Because most people would just assume like sushi. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like I like sushi. Don't get me Sushi's wrong. Sushi's good. Like, yeah, I love sushi. I don't know. There's something special about that. That food, that like, uh, it's, it's so the umami. Good. It's so good, like. But okay, what's your favorite type of um, Japanese food other than that soup? Oh, then. Like I think everything Japanese style. I'm so it, biased. All good. Like, like yeah. you you make a fried noodle yakisoba. It's good. Yeah. You do a like, you know, deep fried thing tempura. Like, it's honestly, good. Honestly, I haven't been to a Japanese place. Mm -hmm. And didn't like it. I think just low quality Japanese food. Like I'm not saying I need to eat bougie. Maybe maybe if you go to Japan, you can find like fast food. But no 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 no. I, th this is my take. North America, if you're gonna cheap out on Japanese food, yeah, you're gonna find yourself hating it at one point. But when you go to Japan, I feel like you can't lose anything cheap, expensive. It's gonna be good because you know I was there even though I didn't eat everything, but like most of my meals there weren't ate from the convenience store, like, and we still had a good time, like that's what I mean. But here, like, especially for me, I was born and raised in Vancouver, so the sashimi there is just like different. The Japanese food is just you can you don't have to pay much to get good food there. Here, when I moved to Toronto, I was like. If I really want like sushi that I'm not gonna be upset about, I have to pay a bit more. And for me, like I'm not used to that. Like money does not determine quality all the time for me. Like you could go to some like shack, it could be like really scrubby, but it could like they could be making like the best food ever. I would go there, but yeah. haven't been able to like find much out here. So let me know, guys. So some sushi places are not. Yeah, like I would say the sushi here is not that great. Like you have to be like eating bougie yeah. <laughs> to eat some good sushi here. Even even some bougie places, they're like yeah, you, they're you, not even you good. You go in expecting yeah. good quality, yeah. paying that much, uh -huh. and you, like you get like, maybe look your stuff. Yeah, like, okay, that's why I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. That's why I've been cooking more at home. I'm just like if I, you know, watch a video or search up a recipe. Technically, I can learn how to make good quality Japanese food. I just need to buy the ingredients, and it's not that hard. So that's why I've been experimenting a lot these days. Yeah. Like I'm not saying I'm a Japanese cook, everyone, but like I'm just saying like do what you can to ma like make your life happier and better. And like for me, that's what's been cap keeping me like happy. <laughs> so how have you been like keeping yourself happy? <laughs> These days, it's, it's really hard these days, you know, with COVID. Like, is it actually hitting you hard? And the unemployment rates? No, like I'm like, <laughs> like I would say like even though I'm pursuing freelance, like I'm not, like I don't have constant stability, right? Like I literally live day by day, um, but yeah, like it, it, it's been rough. Like, is that what you're saying? Yeah, but yeah. That's so how do you make every day go by a little less crappier? I don't know. Like, what do you think about? Are you just thinking about like, oh, when I get that job, everything will be better? I mean, obviously it's not gonna be like that, but like, yeah, 
yes if I get the job it would be better mm-hmm. financially mm-hmm. Um, that's the thing though like when I'm looking for jobs mm-hmm. like some of these jobs like I don't even know if I want to do it that's me so like I'm thinking like what if I get the job and I'm mm-hmm. like miserable mm-hmm. every day I'm like, that's literally I don't want to do that like, I didn't study like mm-hmm. four years five years right. to just be miserable like, mm-hmm. I could have done this like without studying like that's my problem like I was applying like crazy in the beginning of um, you know beginning of this year but I realized every job that I applied for same as what you said I was like if I even get it will I be happy or am I just trying to like settle just to get a job and I realized I'm like in my field I could technically work on being self-employed so I think like it came to a moment where I did have to go on Google and type how to be self-employed and I think that's my goal like I don't mind doing a side hustle in the meantime to you know fund myself to get to do what I love, mm-hmm. but uh, it, um, it's really tough. Like yeah. that route, it is not easy. Work. Like that's why you I'm have so to be very active. Like, yeah, you actually have to do more work. And yeah, yeah. If, if you yeah. choose it, like mm-hmm. having like a stable job, mm-hmm. job is like the easier route. Mm-hmm. And yeah, self-employed is actually harder. Yeah, that's what I've been like um, getting from people. Like I talk to people with nine to fives. They tell me we get benefits, get salary, don't have to worry, like everything's good, company pays for this. I'm sitting there, I'm like, I was there at one point, but it got me nowhere, like in terms of being happy. But the moment I stepped away from that, I was, it was so scary. Like I had no backup plan, but because of that fear of like not knowing who I was and now I have to do something, you know, with my life. That pushed me to get to that moment where I actually had to face my fear. And I think like right now I'm still facing my fear because I'm trying to do like all these random, you know, things. Not random, but like I'm really experimenting with like different ways to create. Like for right. me, I'm like trying podcasting right here. Like I don't, honestly, like the reason why I'm doing this and I'm, not trying to edit too much like out it's because i want to be honest to like people out there like you can do something if you just try and if you really care about it you can research and improve right so hopefully like this is the beginning of like my podcasting journey i don't know where it's gonna take me but like hopefully if i keep doing this it's just gonna help me practice you know, so like, I'm sorry for all the listeners who are like, you know, cringing or something because, you know, the quality or the way we're speaking is, yeah, like, you know, like not on point, but like, it's like, I already let go of that. Like as a creator, I think the scariest thing is I'm a perfectionist, right? So I always aim to create things that are so, you know, unrealistic. But I realize I'm like, being a human, like being a creative, you have to be human. And to be human, there are, you know, so many flaws. Yeah, you can never really something perfect. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, I gave up on that. Like the whole point of podcasting is just to like be, 
be, ch be chill, but have a good time and then create and then get to know people. Yeah. But I mean, honestly, like if, if y'all saw Mehdi's setup, that was inspiring. Like he's a real, oh, he's a real tech genius. You know, with so many skills and knowledge, but like when he showed me his setup, like he's a perfectionist himself. And when I saw like the, um, you know, the attention to detail, like I even looked at like the colors of your your legs of your tables that matched like the color of your speakers. I was like, this guy put thought. And I feel like when people put thought into things, that's what makes me work harder. I'm like, that's, and your keyboard now matches <laughs> your desk and your speaker. Like, yeah, that's I, crazy. I had to, I had to find those, uh, it wasn't easy. Yeah, yeah see, that's me. Like, it's not easy to like create my visions all the time. Like, I'm so specific all the time. Um, but that's the price you gotta pay. Well, I'm happy that I inspired you. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm happy that, I mean, uh, this episode, yeah. Talking. Mm-hmm. It's fun. One day when you're famous, I can say I can say, Oh, I was I was in one of the episodes. Oh my god. <laughs> no one's saying I'm gonna be famous. <laughs> I don't even wanna be famous. Do you, do you have a million subscribers? No, no, no. Honestly, I'm not doing this for subscribers, followers, whatever. I'm doing it because I want to. Yeah, but yeah. you never know if you get famous. I'm just saying. I'm not begging. I was here, guys. Oh <laughs> he was here guys. <laughs> but yeah, that was um that was a nice tea party. Mm -hmm. Well, I think this is a good place to end our conversation. Um thank you everybody, you know, for tuning in again and have mercy on all the hiccups <laughs> and I hope you stay along on this journey. Um but yeah, um I'll see you in the next one. Peace. Bye. <laughs>